Coming gone. We are now in week four. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dropouts Podcast. I am Hunter and I am with the beautiful JT. My friend, how are you? Man, doing great. Doing great. Excited about the weekend. Uh my birthday in Nash Vegas yep. with my with my dogs. That's so, right. Uh, you are gonna be at the game. Yeah, I'm thrilled, man. Thrilled to death about it. Good for you. Send me some pictures. I will be here at my home enjoying the game on my back porch with my beautiful wife and family so you know i don't have it too bad either that's going to be great oh yeah uh, so let's get right into it man we're not going to spend a whole lot of time this is going to be a relatively short episode uh mainly because we're kind of shifting to where we're being really really georgia centric um not going to spend a lot of time talking about any any other the narratives that's kind of floating around quite frankly because the one narrative that is that is floating around is just grating my nerves to the point where it's just it's not even worth talking about anymore. Uh, yeah. And you know what I'm talking about. We talked we talk about it po- prior to recording. Uh, and matter of fact, you know, I'm going to ask you this one question, JT, before I said we weren't going to do it, but here I am doing it anyway. Because I think it, <laughs> I want to get your, I want to pick your brain. The narrative is that Bama is not elite. And I don't understand. I just, I can't, uh, I can't think of, I can't figure out why. And I'm not talking about who's number one, number two in the nation. That ain't what I'm talking about. Bama is still an elite football team. And to think yeah, who's, who's, who is saying they're not elite? That's Yeah, I mean a lot of people, Chris Doring and Peter Burns basically got into an argument about it with Peter Burns saying, Of course Alabama's elite. And Chris Doring saying, No, they're not elite. Yes, they are elite. I don't understand. No. Are they did they play like Bama last Saturday? No. No, they did not. How, do, well, you got you got Chris Doring, who is a Florida alum. Yep, good wide receiver. And I, I traditionally I like Chris Dory. I don't have an issue with him. But he was beating that drum. And here's the reason I got a problem with it, Jay. Okay, fine. Let's say Chris Doring is right. And Bama is not elite. Then you lost to a non elite Bama team at home. You see what and, I'm and saying? Played your, and, and played your best. Played that yes. Especially on defense. That's the best I've ever seen Florida's defense play since Dan Mullen and Todd Rath enrolled in the Janesville. No one's going to tell me any different. They've never played better, and they still lost. Mm-hmm. But I disagree with Chris Doring, and I 1,000% agree with Peter Burns. I said as much on Twitter today. Of course, Bama's elite. To roll in to hostile territory, right? Not playing your A game. I say B game, maybe even C plus game, and still win? Guys, that is almost the definition of elite, right? Listen, they're 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 gonna be elite. They're going to be elite until somebody knocks their butt off of the top. Well, even in and the years where Saban had a regular season loss, it wasn't because they weren't elite. No, no. I mean every team listen, every team has a letdown. I don't care whether you're at the top, you know. 
whether it's top five or mm. whatever, you're you have a you have a game where it's just not everything is kosher. Um and that's where Alabama is elite because Saban, even though they have these games where they're not perfect, and you know, I honestly I thought they played a pretty dang good game. Um kind of fell off a little bit there, you know, in the second half. But I mean how I mean, they played the they played the first half pretty damn good. All the assessments um, that I've heard about Bama in that game, I didn't watch it. I've watched some highlight frames. I read the stats, and I'm not going to take anything one full. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm really yeah. not. I'm not. But we have to look at reality. By and large, and this is talking to some Bama fans that I know, and guys, listen, you know, I'm not a Bama fan, but I'm also a realist here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 21 to three in the first quarter. That was Bama, right? And then the yeah. rest of the three the, the three remaining quarters, it was uncharacteristic. This is coming from Bama fans. Again, they know their team way better than I do. And they said, yeah, there was just missed tackles and missed assignments. It was just boneheaded stuff that Bama normally doesn't do. Two drop passes. Well, one was a definite drop pass in the end zone. The other one was caught, but he landed, like, right on the line, the out of ba- the boundary. So well, he should have ran. He should have ran that ball. That's out. exactly what he said. He said it was a ball that Bryce yeah. had. Bryce Young kept it and run. He would have been a touchdown. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what he was saying. Is that that's fourteen points left on the field right there by Bama, among others. And I, again, I didn't watch, but he said, you know, or a lot of them said it was just unchair. It was not typical Bama. And here's what I know about Bama. Here's what you know about Bama, Jay. You know when we when we played them in the SEC or the the national championship, it wasn't that. I don't like the notion that yep. They outplayed Bama. Well, maybe in that quarter, maybe, right, when Georgia played them, we outplayed mm-hmm. them up to a certain point, but we did not finish. Yeah. Bama outlasted us. So they outplayed us in the moments that it mattered the most. Second and 26, we all know we were out of position, right? They mm-hmm. finished. There's That's it. That's all there is to it. We did not finish. Same thing in the SEC Championship. It wasn't that... You know, Georgia wasn't that good. It's just that Bama was better when it needed to be in the well, moments I, that it I needed to I, be. I read something the other day, and I'm, I don't I don't remember who put it out, but um, I think it was uh, – shit, it was one of those sports things on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, out of the last – out of the last um, uh, three three games, I think, that we played Bama, yeah. eight, eight out of the 12, 12 quarters – Mm-hmm. The Georgia's led. Yeah. Eight out of the twelve. That, and that's cool. And I, I, I appreciate stats like that. But Jay, me and you But we, that but that's not gonna get you No. Just like, you know, Florida. Yeah, they played good in the second half. They played real good. They closed the gap on them. But guess no, what? I don't think they did. I don't think they closed the gap. I disagree with that, but personally. Well and I mean not not closing not I I'm not saying closing the gap uh um talent wise. Talent-wise, yeah. Oh, That's I got what you're saying. saying. You're talking about score-wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about score-wise. I got you. Yeah, no, definitely not talent, talent-wise. No, they're 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 not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to finish. That's that's it. And and you're talking about elite. Yeah, that's being elite. Yeah, finish. You you have to finish. You have to finish. So am I saying that Georgia was not elite in the 2018 national championship? Not when it needed to be. No. 
Right. I'm sorry. And if the UJ fans want to get pissy with me about it, fine. I'm just saying what it is, guys. I don't have a double standard here. All right. Were we good? Were we good? Yes, we were good. Damn right, we were good. And I know the stat kept they kept throwing it out. Mike Griffith of Dog Nation. He was saying, you know, Bama led, or Georgia led fifty nine of sixty minutes. Cool, cool. Doesn't mean nothing now. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's no moral victories are not victories. I won't claim them for Georgia if I tell Florida fans they can't claim claim them for Florida because they're not. But mm-hmm. right now, I'm going to tell you right now, moral victory you is Florida, babe. And it ain't just the fans. It ain't just the fans. The players, the coaches, they're all up there screaming. Ooh. You know, Dan Mullen has this whole – let's, let's, let's bust this notion real quick, too. This drives me nuts. Dan Mullen said they're two points behind Bama. No, you're not. Oh, man. That is not, he always bring – he is, always brings up point spreads. Well, that is He did the such, same thing with Georgia. I know. He did the same thing with Georgia. I don't like it when any team does. That's such a stupid metric. It is not indicative of anything. Because let's be clear. Florida is not two points behind Bama as a program. <laughs> no, you are not. Because let's, let's leave, we're going to use that same logic here, okay? Florida fans will say, yep, we're two points behind Bama. Two points. Two points. Okay, fine. Then Oklahoma is 35 points ahead of Florida. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that the logic mm-hmm. we're using? We have to – That's um, you got to use it across the board. If if that's if that's what if that's uh, the kind of logic they want to use, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, what that's Dan Mullen likes to use. It's stupid. Let's be clear, folks. It's stupid. Do I think Oklahoma what? is thirty five points ahead of Florida? No, I do not. But guess what? Yeah, two points. Yeah, maybe two points away. But guess what? Two points is two points, y'all. You lost. So you lost. <laughs> yeah, you. you <laughs> The notion, and again, I'm not trying to dump on Florida, but let's, let's be clear here, too. I don't understand this. we got a lot of friends that are Florida fans. They're good people. We love them. And we have the kind of friendship we can talk trash to each other about our respective teams, and it's okay. But I need some people to understand, and I, it, this befuddles me. I'm a Georgia fan. Always have been, always will be. Which means part of my, you know, obligatory fanness is I, I hate Florida. So, folks. Always always will. <laughs> Florida fans understand. And stop being surprised when I don't want them to win. I don't. Ever. I want them to lose every game they play. All of Badly. them. Yes. Yeah. If they could lose a game twice, I would want them to do it. I don't want any success for that team. That is when you ask me, and it depends on who you talk to. Some people say Auburn. Some people say Tennessee. Most Georgia fans are probably going to tell you their most hated rival is Florida. Uh, absolutely. That's mine. It can be Auburn for somebody else. I don't care. But for me, it's Florida. So, guys, stop being surprised that I want them to lose every game. I do, literally. When they play, you know, Oklahoma Tech, I want Oklahoma Tech to win. I don't know if there's even an Oklahoma Tech. What I'm saying is I don't want Florida to ever win, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I feel you right there, brother. I feel you. Yeah. Because the, the vice versa, you know, with with the people that we are friends with, um, who are Florida fans, yeah. Um, they don't like Georgia either. Well, no, and that's okay. So, so, so why why get upset when we talk bad about Florida? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not going to give credit to people who to, because uh, what do we hear? What did we hear when, when Georgia lost uh, against Bama? Oh, Georgia choked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah. It hurt to hear that, but yeah, you're kind of right. But guess what? 
Florida choked twice mm-hmm. and never led against Bama. So quit telling me that they're close. They're not. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about the number two team in the country, our George Bulldogs. Jay handled South Carolina with relative ease, right? A lot of things to love. Defense was explosive as ever, right? Looked fantastic. Special teams was fantastic. We can't gloss over special teams and how some of these boys are playing. Adam Anderson was a monster on on uh, special teams. Yeah. Especially on, uh, you know, when South Carolina was returning the ball. Had a yeah, he's, fan, he's, he's playing He's playing out of his mind. Right he lights now. out, man. And a lot yeah. of names are. Nolan Smith is making waves. Channon Tindall. We keep talking about him. The Kobe Dean. You know, the defensive line, obviously. It's not just Jordan Davis anymore, man. Jalen friggin' Carter. You know, these guys are all yep. making plays. So, our de- a defense is dynamic. The offense had some explosive plays. That was good to see. You know, mm-hmm. and at one point, JT was he had through, it was pretty early in the game, five receptions to or five passes to five different receivers. A.D. Mitchell is going to be a star, along with Brock Bowers. Man, I'm excited yep. about the way this offense is shaping up. Um, yep. Still some things to clean up, right? You know, we had three turnovers in the game. One of those was – uh, head scratcher with Stetson Bennett. I'm not really sure what the thought process from Kirby was in regards to, you know, JT Daniels was hot, man. It was eight for nine, moving the ball, passing the ball, spreading it around, and all of a sudden here comes Stetson. And then the first pass, he airmails it, and get they get a pick. South Carolina does. Listen, Look. I got took to, man, I got took to the daggum switch house on Twitter about, a comment that I made Uh-oh. and, and yeah, somebody, somebody made a comment like, um, uh, you've never played quarterback. So you don't know. Um, well, actually, yeah, I don't know how that person can tell me that I've never played quarterback because yeah, I have. Um, but, uh, getting aside from that, um, the whole Stetson Bennett thing, uh, rotating quarterbacks and everything. Apparently Kirby had made that point before, the game that he was going to put Stetson in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, My problem with the whole thing, I don't have an issue with giving Stetson reps. Don't have an issue with it. Right. But you have JT Daniels who was in Fuego. Yeah. um, Coming out of the gate and you insert him at that particular time time was to me I don't have an issue with rotating quarterbacks but the timing on that was not good on Kirby's part um yeah I'm not I'm I'm not a coach um yeah Kirby's the coach uh I just sit here I watch I watch my dogs I love my dogs um sometimes we question the the moves and everything else but uh that particular timing move uh, was it's just weird. Was it was not yeah. good, and not something that not, not something he needs to do in the future. And look, I'm gonna be honest. Listening to other people talk about it, who are probably more in the know than we are, it was. Pro- I think it was scripted that way. By that, how that was explained to me is they already knew at this point in the game, on this drive, whenever we get to this point, Stetson's going in. It doesn't matter what's happening, mm-hmm. right? And that's probably yes. what they did. Yep. They stuck to the script. And undoubtedly, I, I would almost put money on Kirby Smart had nothing to do with that decision. That was probably all Todd Munkin. You know, and I'm sure it had, had to pass through Kirby. But I'm cool. I'm like you. I I don't know about a, a healthy rotation of quarterbacks unless something's not working and we need a spark. Yeah. Then all right. 
Uh, I'm also okay with swapping him out for garbage time. Put Stetson yeah. in, you know, or, or Carson Beck for that matter. Uh, but like you said, whenever JT was just playing with his hair on fire and he was really couldn't miss, that's not the time. It was just a weird timing thing. That's all. I'm not knocking Kirby. You know what I mean? Whatever. It was just kind of sucked to see Stetson come out. I wish he would have completed the pass, but he airmailed it. You know? Yeah, Kirby. Kirby made some. He made some uh, some comments on it. There was some yeah. variables on on the interception. Um, he said that uh, I believe it was because um, the pass was supposed to be going to Bowers. Yeah. Um, and his comment was that he his route was a little bit shallow. Well. Um, yeah. And then you have a defender who is in the face of Stetson. And he's trying to throw over the outstretched hand of the defender and floats the ball yeah. long of Bowers. That's but, all That's all cool. But if you watch, if anybody who's following Brooks Austin, you watch the film, Brooks points out a really good, what you just said is absolutely true. Kirby said that. And if you watch it develop without context, that's okay, cool. I see that. But yeah. here's a good benefit of, of, of joining the, Brooks Austin's Patreon, the film guy. He breaks this film down and he shows you things that you miss in real time, mm-hmm. right? When they slow the play down, you can see Stetson Bennett watching and staring down Brock Bowers the entire mm-hmm. time. He knew the route was shallow before he threw the ball. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And but the other thing, other thing you said is absolutely true, Jay. He was too short to see over. He was afraid of the pass being batted down. That's where the air mail came from. Mm-hmm. Not a bit. It ended up costing what three points. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't cost thanks anything. To, thanks, to our, thanks to our defense. Thanks to our defense, right. And then, you know, the fumble that wasn't a fumble, that was a BS call, whatever, uh, that that did lead to the touchdown. So, really, you, you could eliminate the touchdown that South Carolina got because that was a BS fumble it, on Kendall yes. Milton's part. It 100% yeah, was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, the other one, the other interception was on JT. He was just trying to make – he was trying to force something. Threw off his back mm-hmm. foot. You know, really, really slow developing play. Just kind of laid it out there for him. And we just can't do that. That's – that's. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and use the word elite yet for Georgia, even though our defense is 100% elite. No one's going to tell me any different. Okay? Um, and I believe they maintain that. They're playing with their hair on fire. But there's still some things in offense that it's got to do. We got to clean up. And I'm not telling. I'm the, if anybody is surprised by me saying that, then you haven't been paying attention to what Kirby and the rest of the team are saying. The defense is even being hard on themselves. They're saying, "Yeah, we're not as good as y'all think we are." Yeah, and, that, and I love. Listen, I love that mentality. Me too. Me love too. It. I'm glad you feel that way because I absolutely feel that way too. That means they're working. Yeah, they're not being complacent. And uh, they are, and they do need. They do need work on on the back end. Yes. Uh, South Carolina hit some some big passes on them. Mm-hmm. Um, called did. us off guard, you know, a couple of times. Some uh, of them were a 50-50 ball. Yeah, that we they just were. didn't win, but we got to win those. Yep. If we're going to be, um, yeah, and that's why I say, you know, on 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 the back end of that, you know, when they're talking about Chris Smith, he's saying, hey, you know, we're not as good as you think we are. Is a lot of what what people think we are. Yeah, Lewis seems um, the same thing. Yeah, I mean, they have got. They've got work to do, and and I'm glad that they realize that because that's where a team becomes, as Kirby's been saying, they become elite. They separate themselves from other teams because there's always room for improvement. Yep. Always room for improvement. You're either so elite you or you're not. So you continue to work, and you don't 
you don't let up on these other teams. Like, I mean, everybody pretty well knew that we had South Carolina handled. Mm-hmm. Um, in other years, maybe we kind of come out flat. Yeah. Um, which has happened numerous, numerous times. Yeah. Um, but came out like like we was talking about, you know, their hair on fire. Yeah. Um, and and I, I love I love that mentality. You don't take any opponent lightly. I don't care, you know, Vanderbilt coming up this weekend. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna blow them out. We are. But the approach to it, what they're taking is, hey, you know, we we gotta we're going to finish some business. Right. Um. And you know that that mentality it can take you a long way if you know that you've you've got room to improve because it's just like it's just like growing up, man. You know, becoming an adult and even being an adult. We learn every day. We learn something new every day. Yep. So, you know, as a player, as an athlete or whatever, I mean, yeah, you absolutely can learn something in another day. 100%. Yeah. And you I agree. always get better. I agree, man. And Kirby, even, you know, post-game, South Carolina said that we're not practicing to beat somebody. We're practicing to beat everybody. Love it. Uh, and Love that's it. That, that, that's something, man, if you're a competitor, like if you ever played team sport, that is, wow, yeah, let's go. Right, yeah. that, that's good stuff. Uh, Kirby is a elite coach with an elite. He's an elite motivator. He really is. You know, you listen to him talk. It, he's fun to watch. Um, yep, we got Vandy this weekend. Going to take care of business. Uh, this, this it is a noon kickoff, but I don't expect Georgia to come out slow. I really don't. Um, if there is a game to come out slow on, you can afford it here a little bit. But you still, I, I still, I don't know. Just they feel different. I feel like they're going to come out swinging. They got things they want to work out on offense and defense, and Vandy's going to catch the brunt of that. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope to see I hope to see the I, I hope to see all the quarterbacks get some reps. Yeah, um, and uh, you know get get deep in the defense again. You know, we didn't uh, with UAB. Yeah, I'd like got to a s- lot of guys some reps. I'd like to see us get the run game going really, really because you know the, after the after Vandy the stretch is harder. We got a noon game. With Arkansas mm-hmm. rolling into Athens, that one has me a little nervous. Not that Georgia won't get up for it, because I, I just I just don't see this team trying to sleepwalk through through a game. I just don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that still has me nervous, mainly because it you know Arkansas is doing pretty good. Uh, we'll know more about them after this week. Uh, but the noon kickoff, that's just I don't know. I I really felt like that was a, at minimum three thirty four o'clock kickoff, maybe even a night yeah. game for that game. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, top top ranked programs like that. Yeah, know, that 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 should have been that should have been a a, a prime game, um, maybe a three thirty game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know that's probably going to be the Florida Tennessee. So yeah, sure. Um, All right, yeah. so our week three pitch we did pretty good. We of course we picked UJ to beat USC. They did. Uh, we picked Penn State to get Auburn. Me and you both. I think we both ended up with the Nittany Lions on that one. Auburn took care of – or Penn State took care of business, rather, during the whiteout. Uh, Bama, of course, beat Florida. Uh, we both picked Mississippi State to beat Memphis. Well, we whiffed on that one. Memphis took that one. Um, yeah, that bogus play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. JTU went with Cincinnati over Indy. That was good. I actually picked Indy on the upset, and that I missed that one. Um I picked Purdue to beat Notre Dame. I also missed on that one. Notre Dame did win that game. Yeah. Um, so that was week three, pretty much our pick. So let's do some week four ones real quick. Uh, you know, because like I say, keep this one relatively short. Some interesting ones. You got LSU uh, rolling into Start Vegas to play Mississippi State. 
LSU favored by two and a half now. I, these lines may have changed. These are the ones I pulled earlier in the week. So if they've changed a little bit, forgive me. But they shouldn't have changed a whole lot if they have. Uh, I, I think LSU is going to take care of business here. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I like Edo in this game. Um, I just Mississippi State is just uh, they're they're, they're not just good. not they're not good. No, and I look for this to be a revenge game for Louisiana State because you know they did lose this this game last season. Yeah. Uh, to start the season. All right, so we're we're uh, in a, in agreement there. Uh, Texas A and M. They're headed to Arkansas. This is going to be an interesting one. Texas A&M favored by five and a half. The over-under at 48. Uh, I know this one's trending for an upset, right? A lot of people are picking Arky to beat Texas A&M. But I, I just, I don't know. I got a feeling a and is going to pull this one out. Woo, pig. You going to take the upset? All right. I'm taking the upset. I hear you, man. So that's good. So JT's dead Arkansas. I'm going to have to take the Aggies on that one. Uh, Kentucky and USC Junior, South Carolina. This is in Columbia. Uh, Kentucky favored by five and a half. This one may actually may be more interesting than a lot of people think, but I do think Kentucky wins this one. Yeah, I'm 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 going to Big Blue. Yeah, yeah. I think I knew I figured you would go that way too. Got Tennessee traveling to the swamp. Florida's favored by twenty points. Um, I hope Tennessee makes this more of a game than what probably people are going to think they'll do. Like, slow and steady wins the race in this one. I don't think there's a reason for them to come out and try to set the world on fire with offense. But uh, I do think Florida ends up winning this one. It's yeah, just... I, do, I do too. I just I just feel, man, in my gut. I feel in my gut. And, I, you know, like I said, I may be wrong. I have been wrong in the past. Not many times, but I am mm-hmm. wrong. Um. I just feel like Florida's going to have a letdown. I really do. Uh, I feel like they're going to have a letdown. Um, and Tennessee is is they're they're not good. Um, but mm-hmm. I really think that uh, I think their best game that they had was against Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could have, should have actually won that game. Right. Um, so I think. I mean. It's uh, I think Florida pulls it out, but yeah. I, I think Tennessee. I think they're going to surprise some people. Yeah, I, I really think do. Tennessee shows some fire here, but uh, Tennessee's due for a statement win after some serious letdowns, and this could be a statement win for Josh Heupel. I think it's a reach to think they'll go into Gainesville and win, but stranger yeah. things have happened. Georgia Southern did it, so we'll see. Yes. Uh, um, some non-SEC games that are interesting to watch. Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Wisconsin favored here by five and a half. Uh, I'm actually picking Wisconsin to win this game. Well, you know, you got uh, you got the Badgers, man. Um, uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be, what, what's the line on it? Uh, five and a half favored by to Wisconsin. And they're playing where? They're playing in Wisconsin. Yep. Mm, yeah, man. Give me the Badgers. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Badgers on yeah. that. That's, that's going to be – I think Notre Dame's finally going to meet their doom. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope so. We got uh, Michigan State hosting Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. Uh, Nebraska kept it close with Oklahoma State – or, I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Oklahoma just – guys, it's just not what they – preseason rankings would have led us to believe. Uh, but Michigan State's favored here by five, I think. And, yeah, I think the Spartans get this done. Mel Tucker and his Spartans. 
take yeah, this Yeah, I, I like I like what Mel Tucker's doing right now. Me man. too. Um, I really they, do. Uh, he is, he's got that program on a roll right now, and uh, they look they look real good against Miami. And uh, part of that Kirby we'll, Smart uh, coaching tree. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, look, I think it'll be a little bit tougher game than than Miami was, but uh, yeah. I, I still I like I like Sparty. And we got finally we got the Clemson Tigers hitting the road to North Carolina State, the Wolfpack. Clemson favored by ten here. You think this line would be a little in it? Again, these lines may have shifted from when I pulled these before, uh, but I would think that this line would be a little bit greater. But given the way Clemson's playing, it's not great. Uh, I'm going to put Clemson on upset alert here. Yes, I'm glad you said that. Yep. Because I, really uh, I was, I was, I was going to say, you know, watch out for that Wolfpack, man. Yeah, they're, um, they're playing at, you know, in NC State, so. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, gum. we were almost on upset alert last weekend with Georgia Tech, yeah. And that, that who, who would have thought? That's an interesting conversation to have too, because Clemson's obviously not what preseason rankings would have had us to believe, right? They they started the year as the number three team in the country, or two mm-hmm. team, whatever they were. Yeah, three. And they have not played to that standard at all, right? No. So does that win for Georgia become less valuable as they struggle? Because I'm a, I don't I just don't think Clemson's that good this year. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't either. I I really think that their offense is is really struggling. I mean, it, it's struggling, you know. Yeah. Um you got a you got a a new quarterback, you know, just taking over the reins. Right. So Who's not Trevor um, Lawrence? Who is not Trevor Lawrence? Right. Um, he did he did play in some games last year, mm-hmm. but uh, you know when Trevor was out. But I don't think those opponents that they faced during that time were, you know, no. anything to. And anything let, to let's like. let's be honest, man. We all know this. The ACC is a wet paper bag, bro. There's there's no real competition. Florida State's awful. Oh, yeah. Georgia Tech is yeah. awful. Uh, Syracuse, you know, these teams are awful. They're not good. All right. Yeah. NC State's not bad. North Carolina's not bad, but they're not. Elite, they're not threats, right? You know, you know what I'm saying. Pitt is okay, uh, but I, I, I say Clemson needs to be on upset alert here. I do believe Clemson wins because I believe Clemson's defense is elite. Their offense is just not there to complement that defense. Their defense is still one of the best in the country. Okay, yeah. I firmly believe that. That may change as the season rolls on, uh, but I don't think NC State has ju- has enough to. Not Clemson off, but I, I'm what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 28-27, 24-23 game and with yeah. Clemson coming out. But also, yeah. I don't think I'd be surprised if NC State found a way to win. Yeah, I I, I like the Wolf back in it, man. Okay. I really do. You're going to take them straight um, up. Yeah, I cool. like them. Cool deal. They're man. at home. They're yeah. at home. That's a, that's a big game. It is a big game. It is a big game. Well, JT, man, we promised this one would be short and sweet, and here we are. We're just on the other side of a half hour, and that's uh, that's really short for us. Normally, we're we're an hour or better. Uh, oh yeah. But no reason to to have any fluff. There's plenty of great great stuff going on here in this college football season. I'm so excited about it as it continues to roll on. We're gonna keep bringing you guys content. Thank you so much for listening and for engaging with us on Twitter. Uh, speaking of that, find us there. Follow us. Sometimes we're fun. Sometimes we're not. Uh, yeah. Sometimes and, we get in arguments. <laughs> sure, why not? That's what Twitter's for, right? But anyway, it's oh, all yeah. in fun, guys. Remember, this is sports. This is all in fun. Um, 
Find us uh, where you ever you find your podcast, man. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, we're all over the place. iHeartRadio, we're there. If you can, if you have a favorite podcast player, chances are you can find our podcast and subscribe. That way you can see when we release new episodes like this one. JT, man, as usual, I enjoy talking with you about this sport that we so very much love. And we are just so blessed to be having this season right now. I'm over the moon about it. Oh, me, yeah, you and me both, man. Um, just couldn't wait for it to start, and it's flying by. I know. Um, it I needs know. to. It needs to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for real. So we can. So we can take it all in. I'm telling um, you. But yeah, man, I'm. I'm. I'm glad to be doing it again. Uh, love, love talking, talking football with you, uh, among other things. Yeah, man. Um, and I just would like to tell the people and tell you also that I am uh, thrilled to death, so glad that you did not pop a white claw tonight. So, uh, <laughs> you know, on that note, hey, live life to the fullest, guys, um, and stay safe, and as always, go dogs. Well, just for that, Jay, this episode is brought to you by White Claw, Black Cherry. <laughs> I don't know what their slogan is, but drink fresh, because that's what it feels like. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, hey, you know what? It's out in the open. I'm a fan. I like them. I do, especially on the golf course. They don't sit as heavy as a beer. It's nice. You can chug it if you want to because if you're thirsty, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's 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 just a good vibe, man. It really is. Don't knock it till you try it. Some of the flavors are, are pretty much balls, but yeah, black cherry's where it's at, my friend. Guys, we appreciate you so very much. JT, I hope you have an absolute blast in Nashville with your family watching our dogs take care of business against Bandy. Folks? Hey, looking forward to it, buddy. Turning 49, me and the wife, and, uh, you know, we're just going to be hanging out. And, uh, hey, if I see you downtown in a bar in Nashville, I'm sure I will. Hey, go dogs. Hey, he's turning 49, <laughs> but he doesn't look a day over 48. Guys, <laughs> send your boys some love. We appreciate you guys very much. Go dogs. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.